The thing about saving a life is that you don't always know when you've done it. You'll never know when your smile, your greeting, or your kind words have helped someone make it through the day. You also never know when you've saved someone by looking like a total train wreck, reassuring them that at least things for them aren't that bad. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Sunday. It is episode 11 of Yelling at Birds. Clicking around here. It's rainy outside. I think it's been rainy every Sunday for the last two months. I don't know. I wish I was in... What the hell am I talking like that? I wish I was in a better headspace for today's episode. I'm just like, blah. And I think part of it was probably due to my uh, little bit of snacky lunch. I mean, I did some stuff, took care of some things around the place, cleaned up laundry, all that good stuff earlier, Um, filled out some counseling sheets and everything. So that was fine, but then the last couple hours was just kind of uh, gray weather, a snack lunch as opposed to a lunch, but it was a lunch nonetheless, followed by a little ice cream. So... I'm just kind of blah right now. But that being said, things are great. I appreciate you being here. Thankful that you can be here with me. Uh, Whether you're listening to it right now, today, right when it comes out this Sunday, or on your Monday commute. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Among a lot of things, well, I don't really wish for a lot, but... Uh, I was thinking about this yesterday. I, w- I really wish. I think one one point of this, and I may get away from it here and there, but always try to get back to it, is I really wish that I could just like have someone see the world through my eyes occasionally or all the time. Not like live how I live, but just kind of see... It's one of the most difficult things for me um, as that I'm trying to accomplish is to communicate the world as I see it or as it's translated through my through my mind because it's I don't know I feel like I'm pretty pumped most of the time even when things from the outside don't seem like they're going that great uh, on paper things might be going terribly but I'm usually pretty like <laughs> pretty jazzed. Um, pretty pumped up and that's just kind of how I because of how I see the world and those around me and I I have you know lucky enough to have a great network of people that don't need to you know no don't need to be involved in my life day in and day out to just to continue to be an important part of it and I hope they feel that way about me because I can disappear at times especially now when I'm kind of uh, stuck in the apartment between here and work um, until that's done but I do really wish that for a moment at least I could just uh, express how, like what's happening in my head and how I feel about the world um, to someone so they could just understand that but uh, state of affairs basically I kind of realized a while ago that I have right now and for a long time I have everything that I need and 
that doesn't mean I'm kind of satisfied and I can just like sit here and age and die um, in the same spot. But um, I have ab absolutely everything I need right now. Um, I'm not wealthy by American standards, but I would be, you know, to, compared to most of the worlds, all the worlds, not even just this one, all of them, compared to most of the rest, or Jesus, most of the rest of the people in the world, um, I would be wealthy compared to that because, you know, we kind of, we're, we're separated from reality here in America and most of the developed world about, you know, from how other people live. But I've never had to wonder where my next meal would be coming from or whether or not there would be a roof over my head or clothes to wear. So I consider myself incredibly lucky. lucky. Um, so I have everything I need and the rest, the rest of everything else are all wants. That's it. How fucking amazing is that? And the best part, if I don't get all of my wants or any of my wants, I don't, who cares? I didn't, there are wants. I didn't need whatever that was. So things are awesome. To get to a position where you know, deep down, that you have everything you need and everything else is only window dressing or extra toppings and nothing more. To know that the only thing I have to do is kind of just, I can coast on my needs and expand for my wants. That's it. That's all I have to do. Um, to get to that place and believe you're in that place is liberating as hell. It makes it much easier to not be so suspicious of everyone. To meet everyone in front of you with an open heart and an open mind, knowing that they're not, they're not here to stand in the way of what you need. Most likely, they probably don't even care about you, which I think is pretty damn liberating. Those other people. You know what? I've found out, and many studies have shown, that other people in the world tend to be other people in the world. You know how you have all these thoughts, hopes, fears, dreams, favorite things, favorite people, and so on? <laughs> this is gonna blow your this is gonna blow your damn mind. So do they. Right? Funny. So in the great story of the Univork <laughs> Univork, which is an aardvark that relates to everybody. Uh, so in the great story of the universe, you are only one of the billions upon billions of subjects on the one planet in a near infinite amount of planets that we know support the only planet that we know supports life out of the nearly infinite amount of planets that could could exist and your life is only your life so naturally you feel like the star the lead character um the star and the lead character of, of that great story what's liberating for me and i hope for you is to know that you probably aren't the center of the universe you more than likely aren't the star. Uh, granted, it stands to reason that uh, there has to be someone that's the most important person or being in the universe, the most important or being or person in the world, but chances are they could have already existed or will exist well after you and I are gone. Maybe not even on this planet. Who the hell knows? Plus, contrary to what all the books and movies tell us, that most important person 
might just be a regular person that just happens to do that one thing at that one time that ends up being the most important thing. And who knows what that what that's going to be or was. Um, maybe it was the Velcro guy. I don't know. And we might not even realize it for millions of years if it's even realized at all. So there's that. Uh, basically what I'm getting at is that other people's lives are as important to them as yours is to you. Pretty mind-blowing, right? And I know that the, the people out there, the, um, you know, we run into people every day, and we've acted like that too. You know, I'm not perfect. That they act as if no one else matters other than them. And you know who I'm talking about, and you know when you've done it. Um, but basically, if you have that realization that other people's lives are as important to them as yours is to you, I hope that that would kind of change how you, how you treat other people and how you approach other people. And, um, while there are many, there may be many conclusions or theories that one can draw from that one sentence, that other people's lives are as important to them as yours is to you. At the current moment, um, I like two of them the best. When thinking about your life through the lens of that statement, we can assume that no one really gives a shit. Remember that one guy in that red hat that you saw that at that one gas station you were at five years ago? No? Well, his life is as vibrant to him as yours is to you, so he probably doesn't, doesn't remember you either. We are the only ones living our lives. And with such a limited amount of energy for the attention we can give, we tend to focus a little bit more on ourselves. So that little trip you had on the sidewalk uh, that a few people saw and you were embarrassed about for the rest of the day, and 10 years later you probably think about it and get a little embarrassed, those few people, maybe they maybe had a little chuckle, but after a few minutes they might not even remember it happening. That room full of people that you're about to present to, They'll probably go on with their lives very shortly after your presentation. Hell, they might, even, they might not even be listening to you while you're presenting, so go nuts. So thinking of, that, of the fact that, for the most part, we are all mainly concerned with our own lives. Um, like, naturally concerned. Uh, I'm not saying that we're all selfish people and no one you know, looks to things beyond themselves, but just kind of on a day-to-day as you're walking down the road, you're probably just thinking about yourself. Um, making sure that you that one step gets in front of the other, making sure you don't get hit by cars or anything like that. Um, so with that thought, um, that for the most part, that we are all concerned with our own lives, why wouldn't you do exactly or mostly what you wanted to do? Granted that it's not going to you know, hurt anybody else or get in, get in the way of someone else's happiness. So... Like, learn that language, go see that concert, sing in public, go streaking, write that book. Even some of the largest events in history are lost to the never-ending ocean of time. So, unless you cure a disease, like a big disease, murder millions of people, or rule over an empire, uh, what you decide to do with your time on this planet has very little consequence. So fucking live. Secondly, nerds, every human being you see... This is my favorite one. Every human being you see holds within them a universe. I think I mentioned it before, but 
um, Solzhenitsyn said, "The universe has as many centers as there are as there are living beings in it," and that's not. I mean that that makes sense, but it's almost like there are as many universes as there are living beings in the universe. So even though we tend to be focused on ourselves and not dying, for one thing, if we turn the spotlight of our attention on another human being and really try to learn about them, you'll be learning about an entirely different existence. Parallel universes be damned. We each we each have a universe in us. Instead of being interested in alternate realities to the one that we're currently living in, we should be digging into the alternate realities that already exist in the lives of those around us. Have you ever had that stranger, that quote-unquote stranger discussion happen? I mean, we comedians make fun of it, we dread it, but you're forced in a waiting, let's say that you just happen to be in some forced waiting situation, and a little bit of small talk, then that there's that person that just wants to have have some small talk with you. I know that... Uh, for some of us, that's difficult, but let's say that little bit of small talk turns into a holy shit, that person is interesting, and you feel recharged or just plain better for having just disassociated your attention from yourself and really giving it to someone else, if even for a few minutes. Has this, has that ever happened to you? Um, to me, that's to me that's just kind of a, and I tend to be, I tend to just keep to myself. I tend to be kind of a more of a on the introvert extrovert scale like I'm more introverted um, but to me that kind of interaction um, that's an, like another type of meditation you basically gave your brain a little rest from thinking and I think your brain think I think your brain your brain thanks you if if we let ourselves pull back the curtains and lower the gates around us moments like that exist all over the place we just have to be receptive to it we also have to approach each con- conversation, uh, giver and receiver alike, with an earnest attempt, attempt at true honesty. We're going, we're going through this one, one time. I'm gonna keep screwing up. Um, let's say that again. We also have to approach each conversation, giver and receiver alike, with an earnest attempt at true honesty. You're not going to gain much insight into the world of another human being if you both decide to mumble over the current temperature or the level of dampness falling from the sky, which, boy, I tell you, I can't remember a day without rain, huh? Now, now, do we have to be open and honest all the time? Of course not. That would be kind of weird, because that would be, I mean, we'd be exhausted, because that type of honesty and openness, that does take it out of you a little bit. Um, even if you're the most extroverted person in the world, which new ad campaign, the most extroverted, <laughs> the most extroverted person in the world, uh, that person sounds terrifying. So no, we don't have to be open and honest all the time, but the fewer barri- barriers we have between us, and the stronger our willingness is. Um, the stronger our willingness to share is, the less baggage that we carry around with us. It's extremely freeing. Also, the more the more honesty flying around left and right, the weirder and more comforting everything becomes at the same time. It's kind of a huge comfort for someone to know that everyone, while completely while having completely different life experiences, can still have the same weird thoughts floating around their heads. That's one of my favorite things. I love weird.
now I'm looking at notes and not knowing what they what they mean. But like as I said, if you haven't known this by now, um, know that there are other people in the world, and that each person carries with them the entire universe with them, because they've experienced this life. Uh, I mean, they could have been living side by side with you, but they've had their own individual experience in this life. And that's like carrying another completely different reality in their head. And who the hell knows what's real? I don't know. Nothing's been, like, really proven. Um, So that's kind of fascinating to me, and that's awesome. But while we're here, we're all in this together. And why not... Why not get a little weird? Why not accept the fact that you are not the center of the universe. You're the only person living your life, yes, but you're not the only person living in this world. Other people are in here too, and they probably have the same, a lot of the same fears and hopes and dreams that you do. People are people. But make sure, also, um, manage your expectations, because no one really owes you anything. And you don't really owe anything to anybody else. I mean, there's really nothing dictating what you need to do in this life while you're here, aside from some laws. And then, but I mean, if you don't want to follow those laws, then just go, I guess, live in some barren wasteland somewhere or find yourself an island that's uninhabited and just go, go crazy, go nuts, uh, go castaway, I guess, um, find a volleyball and there you go. You're, you're set. So one of the, I guess one of my favorite things about this is that I kind of have those weird conversations with people. It's kind of fascinating to me, kind of learning about someone else, um, someone else's life experience, because, I mean, that's that's the thing that books does. Books does. Uh, don't sit. That's the, that's the thing that books do for us, is you get the opportunity to live multiple lives, not even, not just that one that you're living right now. Um, digging into the mind of someone else. And, I mean, every day you cross paths with living books. That's another person. And if you just give give a, just give some effort, try to have, have some open and honest communication with them, I think you'd be surprised at how alike we are. That's it. I'm sitting here getting embarrassed now for some reason because I'm trailing off and I've lost focus. And that's fine. I feel better letting this out. out. And it was kind of interesting before doing this. um, It's kind of like a workout. Not a... I mean, it's not like this is hard to do. I'm just sitting here talking and reading and trying to do my best. But um, it's kind of, for me, like a workout. That dreaded feeling ahead of time. You kind of delay and you kind of put it off. But the act of doing this, of talking into here, is like the workout, and that's like the benefit. It's only through doing it do I start to feel kind of relieved of of anything I've been holding in, and so I appreciate that. Whether anybody listens to this or not, I'm happy. And this world is a fascinating place. It's fascinating, and it's it's amazing, and... I hope that you can get to that point of knowing that you have everything that you need. If you have food, you have a roof, you have clothes, you have a job, you're able to do, I mean, really just 
kind of touched on this before, there's only like three or four things that you actually need. The rest is just all bonus. Um, so as long as you have what you need, just be happy in that state, be happy in that place. And all you really need to do after that is just what you want. That's fantastic. So I hope you have the great rest of your Sunday. I appreciate your time. Um, I guess stay cool. Bye.